0: You do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful, and it's full of gumbo. Nick
1: Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show.
0: Gumbo is a way of life.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, a somber episode of the Gumbo Show coming to you this week as we mourn the passing of comedic legend Norm McDonald, favorite of the Gumbo Show. If Norm. Were a gumbo ingredient, he would definitely be the sausage. That's what I think. Joining me as always, I'm Bayman Roberts in southeast Louisiana. Joining me, David Huguenel, Northern Virginia, and Brent Barksdale in North Texas. How are you guys coping with this news out this week about Norm? Uh, that's not my name.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> not my name.
1: What did I say? Did I say Jack Barksdale?
0: No, it's not my name.
2: It's Turd Ferguson. Uh, Turd Ferguson's name.
1: Oh, right. right.
2: <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, ain't right? Man, I just have I have too many favorite Norm Norm McDonald moments to go through them all. But uh, you know the movie <laughs> the movie Dirty Work is something I'm gonna be watching tonight uh, as I uh, wrap up and get ready for bed. Just one of the best. I mean, Norm McDonald is the lead. Bob Saget is the director. Like, it's oh, just wow. great. it's classic. Yeah, it's I mean great Bob Saget
1: underrated but norm mcdonald norm mcdonald was a genius
0: oh yeah so what's your favorite uh your norm mcdonald joke i'll ask dave first
2: because you already know yours because
1: i just did mine at the start
2: you know i'm gonna steal this one I, i mean i have a feeling you guys like this one too actually you know what i'm gonna take one that i don't think you guys are gonna pick my favorite norm mcdonald bit would probably be his roast of bob saget at the friars club which was the it was just peak norm mcdonald and that it was sort of that sort of anti-comedy where he was bombing on purpose and that was the joke uh that that is something that i think norm just perfected as a comedian and i just love that humor famin man i don't
1: even know uh, I mean, I loved all his impressions. I loved Norm. Bob um, Dahl. Yeah, on Weekend Update, his news stuff was always hilarious. I mean, these are cliche because they've been all over social media, but it's just so indicative of, I think, Norm's sense of humor that he said that um, number one on the college charts was better than Ezra, and number two was Ezra. Like, that's just... <laughs> that's just like the the, the simplicity <laughs> and the clarity of that are yeah. are just stunningly perfect like it's a way short joke it just lands perfectly
0: way to bring it home to louisiana too i like that that's right um, mm. and i like how he called that whole oj thing he was right right,
2: <laughs> he was murder, right. Is now, murder is now legal in the state of california that's right oh yeah. my
1: gosh yeah. norm
0: yeah. and norm thing the david letterman monologue at the dave's last show was great
2: yeah and i and i agree with norm i mean you know i'm not really scared of north korea germany on the other hand i mean that scares me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure if you guys i'm not sure if we're, like, we're not a history podcast so i don't know how right. many history books Or are with history. the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah i'm not i'm not going to try to deliver a show cuz i won't do it justice but man that guy was funny and i'm going to mess you him see up. the uh
0: the one where he asked the basketball player why uh what his goals were for the next year cuz you know it, it's <laughs> he goes cuz nobody seemed to been able to repeat rookie of the year uh like uh, <laughs> what is his name shoot um anyway uh, you'd have to see it it was funny but he was in a, a press conference a post a press conference in a post game in an NBA game and he asked what is his name uh uh Kobe Bryant. Glenn, no
1: it was a rookie of the year anyway one of the i think one of the things about norm that i enjoy is just how much he made other comedians laugh like how much they were all just so admiring of him he just you know when you you know when you do something like when you speaking of basketball when you talk to basketball players and they say oh man so and so doing that was amazing like i couldn't believe what i was seeing And it's the same way with comedians and Norm. Like, Norm basically was the LeBron James a lot of comedy. Like, he just did things that made other comics Marvel. And that that, always made me, like, that just made me laugh. And especially, like, Dave, you talk about what he did at that Bob Saget roast. But he did that all the time. Just his jokes just, like, they didn't land until you realized that they weren't supposed to land. That was the the whole point. The moth. The moth, yeah. Right.
2: Like a four-minute
1: I mean, setup for that joke, by the way. Yeah. It's, it just goes on and on and on <laughs> and on. And then, and Conan is just like, "What are we doing here?" And then he hits like, the punchline.
2: And- he he had something that hit home with me. He actually there was actually a relatively serious interview he did with Larry King. Uh, and Larry King's like later after you left CNN, right. he kind of had like his own sort of like internet show, and Norm was one of his guests. And he was kind of talking about you know, his passions for comedy and, you know, why he was such a big fan of David Letterman. But he said, you know, Letterman, and, and this is, I think, speaks to kind of Norm's frame of mind when he was doing comedy. And when he was writing his bits was he never wanted to be like, uh, like Bill Maher or um, uh, who's the other guy, Uh, Dennis Miller, who's kind of like a more conservative version of Bill Maher where like, you're trying to be the smart guy in the room. Uh, Norm always believes be the dumb guy, play the dumb guy cuz that's how you that's how you get people to connect. And I remember listening to that and it just occurred to me that as silly as like Norm's stuff could be, it, there was this sort of layer to it where it was more thought out than it appeared. And I always appreciated that.
1: You yeah. know Norm was was succeeded on the weekend update desk by Colin Quinn as I recall. Mm-hmm. Um after Uh, A somewhat controversial exit from the Weekend Update desk. It may may have had something to do with his OJ jokes. But I remember Colin, like I remember, you know, this was probably what in the 90s, like the internet wasn't nearly as big a deal. And I remember watching, I mean, if it was anything, if we even had it at the time, but I remember watching Saturday Night Live and being confused about why Norm wasn't on there. And Colin Quinn, if I remember right, told this long opening, it wasn't even really a joke. It was like this analogy about when you go to your bar and your favorite bartender's not there, and the new guy pours you a drink and it's not the same, but it's okay, and so you kind of make do. But it was like he just took like two minutes of his time, to kind of pay tribute to the previous host, uh-huh. which yeah. I'm pretty sure you know, weekend updates update hosts haven't really done that, and and then so many of the subsequent hosts, you know, that whole segment was invented by Chevy Chase. Who, you know, did some great stuff with it, but so many of the subsequent hosts have talked about how much they were influenced by Norm on right. Weekend Update, which, you know, he—that's how I really came to know Norm. He was—it was a perfect vehicle for him.
2: Right. And another great moment—it's actually kind of hard to find online. I think it's because NBC tries to take it off YouTube whenever they find it. But there's a, uh, a clip of when uh, Norm was the guest host on SNL for the first time after he had had been fired. Right. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but he kind of starts his monologue by saying, you know, it's like I was kind of surprised to be asked back to a show that fired me. I was really confused because I thought that they fired me because I wasn't funny, but now they're asking me to host the show. So I had to ask myself, does that mean that I got more funny since I got fired? And then I started thinking about it, and he was like, "No, I haven't gotten funnier. The show's gotten way worse." <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just great. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it's a it's a sad day for comedy. Um, yeah. Any other any other good norm remembrances?
0: Yeah, but then I mean be, none
1: of us knew norm personally it's not like we could get on here and talk about what a great guy he was right. you know sad that he was struggling with cancer um you know but kept it very private which seems to me like extremely norm mcdonaldish
0: oh yeah you right know? yeah and you knew something was going on his appearance was definitely changing over the years the last several years it was always different. Mm-hmm. He was either puffy. He wasn't puffy. He had skin. I mean, you knew something was happening. I remember one time I saw him. He was there. It was it was different.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But it was always different. The last but that you know, several uh, years,
1: he sort of had that trademark smirk. You know, oh he's yeah, kind of looking at you, like, and
0: he's got that eyes glistening. Yeah, in his yeah.
1: eye. You know, he's laughing at something, and you're not sure if you're really yeah. on the joke.
0: Did you watch his uh, Netflix show? Oh yeah, I I did. I did not. He interviewed, he interviewed people. Yep. Yep. Uh, his co-host, I didn't understand why he was there. That was interest. <laughs> that was weird. But uh, Norm was good.
1: Norm probably got that joke too. We just didn't get it. Right.
0: Yeah, it was definitely part of the shtick that there was just some random dude <laughs> And Every time he tried to talk, Norm would just
2: ignore him or talk over him. Or, he's my being a Holocaust denier, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure his coast was Jewish. <laughs> it's uh, anyway, oh, all right. Good what,
0: what podcast
1: is this? This
2: is the Gumbo, Gumbo Show. Well, this is show. the Gumbo Show's
1: Norm McDonald appreciation show. Uh, let's uh, let's Dave, I'm gonna need you. Um, because this show is now about gumbo safaris. Uh, the episodes of the show are about gumbo mm-hmm. safaris and you uh, are one of our most our most frequent safari takers.
2: That and you true. did it
1: again, Dave. You went to a far flung place.
2: I did. I went found to gumbo. tell I, I did. I went to Salem, Oregon last week. Uh, you know a good a good twenty five hundred mile jaunt from where I'm at, uh, nestled in the uh, the suburbs of Washington DC, and uh, it was actually a friend of mine that recommended this place. Yeah, uh, you know a friend that lives in Salem. It's a place called Noble Wave. It actually it actually opened up maybe a year or probably about a year before COVID hit. Um, and it it says that it's a, it's a Cajun restaurant and brewery now because it's Oregon, everything's a something slash brewery, but you can go to a hair salon slash brewery out there, but it was Cajun, which I was very curious about. Uh, you know, I had lived in Salem, Oregon, uh, years ago, didn't really strike me for much of a Cajun culture out there. So I was curious. So we went, we showed up, I was, not exactly sure what to expect the first positive sign is i saw one of the owners uh kind of getting the getting the restaurant ready because i got there right around when they opened for lunch owner was wearing an lsu hat so that was a very very good sign sit down to to order they've got only one type of gumbo on the menu it's just chicken and sausage uh so that and it was also like a really small menu too it was uh you know maybe 10 dishes total so they, it, which I'm always a fan of because it means like they just kind of focus on like what they're good at. Uh, so what are the chicken, and sa- the bowl of the chicken and sausage gumbo? Other thing I noticed when I ordered is all of their French bread is uh, it shipped in from Gambino's Bakery in New Orleans. Uh, that is one of my favorite bakeries. I don't necessarily get my French bread from there, uh, but you know I'll get King Cakes and things like that. But just the fact that they're getting their their french bread from a new orleans bakery as opposed to getting it from some distributor in the north in the pacific northwest and it being like a hoagie but they're calling it french bread was a good sign Mm -hmm. then the actual gumbo came now this was i'll I'll say i'll start with my criticism of it which is it was just a little bit spicier than what i would prefer for a, a bowl of gumbo it was definitely on the spicy side, for sure. One of the, probably one of the spiciest gumbo's I've ever had at a restaurant. Um, that's so that said, like, you know, we've talked about this before. I don't really consider gumbo a spicy dish. Mm-hmm. So that kind of took me back a little bit. That said, if I take that away, this was an amazing bowl of gumbo. The, the chicken was fantastic, the, the the roux was dark, the The sausage was super savory and just, you know, plenty of spice on it, it was just so, so good. Um, and it was a huge helping, like I couldn't finish uh, the bowl. It was just a lot of food. Um, so hands down, I gotta say in terms of gumbo safaris, this is probably the best gumbo I've had outside of Louisiana. Um, you know, it is it is definitely up there as one of the top, if not the top gumbos I've had. I was a huge, huge fan. So uh, I, while I would never recommend that anyone travel to Salem, Oregon for the sake of going to Salem, Oregon, if you find yourself there, that is definitely a bowl of gumbo that you want to go eat.
1: All right. So quick couple of questions. Okra?
2: No okra. Tomatoes? Was, no tomatoes. Hmm. This was a. This was a. And then I guess that's the other thing I should say. This is a place that calls itself a Cajun restaurant. Mm-hmm. That was very, very much a Cajun gumbo. That was not a New Orleans gumbo. Uh, you know, but they called it a Cajun because everyone outside of Louisiana thinks. Was the
0: rice in the middle and the galop was the. Um,
2: yep. It was the. It was the. The the dollop of rice in the middle with all the gumbo kind of surrounding it. It was. You know, did it garnish. have a green garnish on top? It did. I think it had like parsley or green onions or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. It had something yeah, green on there. Yeah. But it was uh, – yeah, I mean the only thing New Orleans about it would be that – because it came with like a side of French bread, which would be from Gambino's. Like that's a that's a New Orleans bakery. But it was very much a Cajun gumbo. So And you, and you didn't add any spice because it was already hot. So you didn't add no, any hot sauce. Did I they have, have hot air. sauce on the table, Louisiana, or what? Uh, you know what? They actually didn't have hot sauce on the table. Um, but that could have very been It could have very well been a COVID related. There was event. none left. It was yeah, all might, in your bowl. I might I might have needed okay. to request that. So uh, wow. but yeah, yeah. I,
1: do. I have to say it does look very good. You you did send us a picture, and so yeah. it does it does look quite tasty.
2: I think I posted it on the socials
0: as well.
1: Yeah, our yes, socials. you
0: did. You did. It was a good one. Good yeah. photo. Good job. Yeah.
1: It looks it does look really good. Probably doesn't help that I'm hungry right now, so I'm just looking at this bowl and I'm salivating.
2: Full. You are uh, gone uh, all night. To, I've to been be home honest, eating. I mean, there's other things on their menu that I really wanted to give a shot. I mean, I'll certainly give it a shot next time I'm out there. You know, I, I felt like I had to do the gumbo for the gumbo mm. show, mm. but they had they had what they called a Cajun poutine, which seemed very interesting mm. to me. Um, you know, I am a fan of poutine as a dish. Uh, a Cajun a cajun twist on that and a place that knows how to do cajun right sounds like that would be pretty good yeah um so yeah it was just all in all I, it was a really really good experience uh the you know guy i was with got this like wild looking chicken sandwich thing that looked pretty crazy and delicious um not sure how quote unquote cajun it, it is but it looked freaking good so uh but yeah this is this isn't the chicken sandwich podcast it's the gumbo podcast and uh <laughs> you know it was uh it was a really, really good bowl of gumbo. Um, cool, hey and, Dave. Speaking of travel, transitioning here, you booked mm-hmm. some travel today. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing the family down to Louisiana. Uh, we are going to be making our way to New Iberia for the international gumbo competition uh, with the new with our friends over at the New Iberia Chamber of Commerce. Greater, and, greater, greater, Iberia, greater, 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 greater. I'm sorry. I, this uh, is not stri-
1: regular Great Iberia this is greater
2: iberia right, right it's good great and greater as norm mcdonald would say you know greater new iberia was the greatest or and then i, I already screwed it up never mind close enough, Sorry, I tried. Close enough. I tried. Ezra, this is why what? we're
1: not norm mcdonald
2: right right this is why we talk gumbo not not comedy um right but yeah so i'll be there i'm super excited uh I've got basically a week scheduled in Louisiana and this is my first time in Louisiana since like 2018. So it's been a, it's been a few years. You're going to eat so much gumbo. Oh man. I am. You're going to be so fat.
0: It's always a joke
2: with my family. I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like I am actually dieting before I go down there. Like I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight so I can get it back. Yeah. So if I gain 20 pounds, like I'm like net 10 by the time I'm done. Yeah. You got this.
1: Uh, yes. Well, we will look forward to that. Uh, we are all looking forward to the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce World Gumbo Championship cook-off. I, d- I just call it the Super Bowl of Gumbo. Super Bowl Gumbo? I think it's many, many Super Bowls of Gumbo.
0: Oh, I get it. Hey! Oh! oh. Except for the murder, anyway. Uh, <laughs> except for the murder? Uh, <laughs> I could have said the other thing, except for the... <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say it. No.
1: Family, Family, the Gumbo Show, family-friendly um, That's right. So yeah, we will all all be there on that Saturday of the Greater Iberia Super Bowl of Gumbo, Chamber of Commerce Super Bowl of Gumbo. So that will obviously be a good time. We'd also encourage any of our listeners to also attend.
0: Yeah. We're bringing um, koozies, fam. We're going to have koozies. Koozies? Uh we're going to hand out our gumbo show koozies at the yes. the competition.
1: So get you yeah. One. Listen, come come by. We should have a tent there. Come by, say hi. Uh, if you see us out um yeah you know give us a shout we will uh we will be getting some people to have on the show and stuff like that so it's going to be a a good time full of gumbo as long yeah. as another storm doesn't oh my destroy gosh us in the meantime
0: and then that's the 9th of october and then there's an something else has happened that month dave famed well who knows who wants to 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 tell the the listeners
2: uh, Famine, do, do you know what's happening on October 12th, Famin? It's a big I day. Do know
1: it's World Gumbo Day.
2: Yeah. That's, That's right. It's our Super
1: Bowl. That's right.
0: You're going to eat so much gumbo that week. Wow. I
1: am I will. I will. Yeah. I will eat basically the past, the Rose Bowl worth of gumbo.
0: You know what we and should that, do? What day of the week? week is that? Is that a Tuesday? Wednesday? Maybe a Monday. The 9th is a Saturday. Like a Tuesday.
2: October 12th is on the 12th. It's it's, Uh, it's a Tuesday. 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 Man,
0: if I'm still in town, I know Dave will be around. We should go celebrate at at Jonathan Perry's house or his man cave where he cooks gumbo. Um, We
2: we, We should try to do like a cannonball run of gumbo. Right. Where Dude, I'm where, just glad we
0: don't all live in Louisiana. Where we try to
2: bad. actually, here's here's what I think that we do is we co- we try to figure out like four or five places to get the best gumbo in Louisiana from like Lake Charles to New Orleans, and we start at one end, and whoever get whoever can eat a bowl at each one and make it to the end of the to the end of the cannonball run. Uh,
1: right? it's we can't call it the cannonball run. We're going to have to call it the Andouille ball run or something like that. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you this right here. I'm I'm just going to say this, and I just want to be very honest about that idea, Dave. I would destroy both of you in that race.
0: (laughs) I would lose, because I'm just going to eat slow and enjoy it. I'll get my bowls in.
1: Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, we uh, are running out of time, so we should probably wrap up this fine Norm McDonald appreciation version of the gumbo show. Um, as always hit us up on our socials at, uh, at da gumbo show. That's D a gumbo show on Instagram, uh, at gumbo show on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Check us out the gumbo show or on our website, gumbo show.us. Give us a shout. Let us know what we're doing right. What we're doing wrong. What gumbo we need to eat. And until next time, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.